So a worthy enemy, I think, really always possesses or represents something in which we deep down wish that we also had. We probably would never say it out loud. We would never admit it to anybody because we have to be like, we don't. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast, the number one place on the internet that your enemies hope you never find. If you're interested in getting more of what you want and less of what you don't and looking good while you're at it, you've come to the right place. Isn't it time you got your way? For those of you who are new here, I'm Jessica Harlow. I'm probably best known for being a content creator in the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast basically to teach you the things that I wish I knew sooner. The stuff that's almost never talked about, but really, really important. So this week, we're going to talk about revenge, one of my favorite subjects. You guys know that I wrote the book on revenge, which comes out on Friday the 13th in March. I'm very excited for that. Um, I really think that you guys are going to like it. It's unlike probably most, almost any self-help book you could ever possibly read. I am so excited for you guys to get it because it just goes over things that listen, we really want to talk about and we really want to know about. I think there's a lot of misconceptions around being a good spiritual person. A lot of the times people, you know, we're taught to, you know, turn the other cheek and kill them with kindness. And it's important to be the bigger person, even when somebody does us wrong. And I think, look, I think it's very important to pick and choose your battles. But that can't be the the thing you do all of the time. You can't always be turning the other cheek. You can't always just be the bigger person. You know, sometimes that doesn't really get you anywhere. You know, where does that get you? Where does that get us? You know, typically being the bigger person or letting things slide really only leads to even more disappointments, more betrayals, and it even opens up the the pathways and the floodgates and gives people, whether it's the same people or other people, the same opportunities to pretty much do same thing, sometimes even worse to you in the future. How much is enough? I think that a lot of the times when people are telling you to, you know, turn the other cheek, um, you know, oh, let that go or don't do, you know, you have to really think about it. Again, not every battle is worth fighting, but it's important to know what to do in those situations because sometimes the thing is how you win doesn't even require you actually saying anything. It's more about, I'm more about like leading, leading by example, allowing your actions to speak for you. Okay. I feel like the people that I've taught us to think that way, the people who have taught us to, again, turn the other cheek, kill them with kindness, be the bigger person. I think a lot of the times what happens is those people come from like one or two sides of the fence. Either they themselves, like A, they themselves fear conflict and are projecting that fear onto you, or they hope that you continue to remain passive so that they can actually continue to take advantage of you and potentially even others in the future. Okay, I truly don't believe that it's spiritual to turn the other cheek. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Why am I saying I'm sorry? I'm not sorry. I don't believe it's spiritual to turn the other cheek because I personally don't believe that any higher power, whatever it is that you believe in, would ever require or request you to do anything that is sacrificing your greatest expression of yourself. I personally don't think there's any real rewards for dimming your God-given light. 
you know, if you look back on events in your life, events, moments, circumstances where you sort of downplayed yourself, you minimized yourself, you might realize that you probably could have done a lot better if you allowed yourself to take up a little bit more room, right? If you allowed yourself to be more of who you really are. A lot of the times when we downplay ourselves, we play too small. That's usually where our regrets come from. Our regrets don't really come from so much the things that we the things that we did. It's usually they come from us feeling like we didn't do enough. We didn't show up enough. We weren't enough of who we truly are. So that's why I feel like, you know, having some enemies wanting to have revenge can actually be a really good thing because sometimes uh, you know the enemy is is a great gift okay when you have an enemy that could give you so much clarity and motivation that you probably wouldn't have had or wouldn't have given yourself the license to have had they not shown up okay had they not presented themselves to you okay one of my favorite books right now is The 33 Strategies of War by Robert Greene. And in it, he says, we are defined by our relationship to other people. The more clearly you recognize who you do not want to be, the clearer your sense of identity and purpose will be. That's why it's so important actually to, it's a good thing. It's a healthy thing to have enemies. It's a healthy thing because they give you again, that gift of clarity. They give you motivation and that that allows you to reach a level of self-improvement that probably wouldn't have even been possible without them because nothing else would have lit up the fire under your ass the same way that this would, okay? This, sometimes passion can come from an enemy because, you know, if you really think about it, like they say, there's a very fine line between love and hate. Like the opposite of love isn't hate, it's apathy. Well, sometimes that enemy can really teach you what you don't want to be and in turn what you do want to be, who you want to be. So I've said this from I think the beginning of this podcast or the earliest days of this podcast is that you really do learn so much more from the people that you don't like, like the people that really truly get under your skin, than even the people that you really truly admire. I mean, really think about it. Who are the people? It's just like how, great example, the Kardashians, right? Most people really don't like them. But boy, oh boy, are people paying attention to them. Boy, oh boy, do people follow a lot of their moves, right? Um, and typically, like, the people who, like, in my opinion, I'm kind of, like, neutral about the Kardashians. I don't, like, love them. I don't hate them. I don't love them. Um, I'm not really that interested in what they're doing because I'm very, quite neutral about them. However, the people who truly hate them probably spend more time keeping up with them than the people who actually really do like them and enjoy them, right? It's just kind of how it goes. So the people who get under your skin, you can learn so much more from those people than the ones that you even admire because I really believe, because there's like, there's enemies and like not all enemies are created equally. Like there's enemies that aren't worth like anything, but like a worthy enemy, okay? Like an enemy where you're like, you know what? I could probably learn something here. Those are usually the ones that really get under your skin because a lot of the times it's just like how haters, okay? How haters are. A lot of times people hate the people who represent something that they wish that they themselves possessed or they have something that, that, 
that the person hating on them wishes that they had the balls to, you know, go after and try and do. So a worthy enemy, I think, really always possesses or represents something in which we deep down wish that we also had. We probably would never say it out loud. We would never admit it to anybody because we have to be like, we don't like them. You know, we don't even want, we would never want to admit it out loud. But, you know, it's fine to admit things in your head because you can ignore things for as long as you want, but you won't end up really learning anything until you face it, even if it's just quietly, peacefully with yourself in private. Because what ends up happening, here's what ends up happening. The the thing that will trigger you about one enemy is going to trigger you in the next one and the next one and the next one. You're going to notice kind of like a common thread between all of these enemies and what's triggering you. And typically that's because you haven't resolved it from the beginning. So it's just going to keep showing up and showing up and showing up until you get the lesson. So that way when you get the lesson, it no longer triggers you. Okay. When you learn the thing. So sometimes when we have an enemy, we're kind of like pissed off because they're representing something that we wish we had, whether it's like the confidence to do something, the freedom to do something, the you know, the balls to do something, the something like they might represent something to us that we are too, too self-conscious or too something. We're just holding ourselves back in some way. And so we're hating on them for doing the things that we wish we had the balls and the audacity to do. You know, it, it appeals again more to that almost that dark side of ourselves. Not saying that obviously there's going to be people who you're not going to like them for like legitimate reasons because you're like this thing that they're doing is actually wrong and I would never want to do that. So like a really great example of this would be, you know, how if you've ever seen the movie American Beauty, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's kind of like a slight spoiler alert, but not the movie came out like over 20 years ago. So anyway, if you saw it, there was a character in the film who was very homophobic and he he was very homophobic, hateful towards the gays. And it ended up that he himself was turns out he was actually gay. He was just repressing it because, you know, of the background that he had and things where I guess, you know, especially during the time that he was, you know, growing up and stuff that he wasn't able to freely express that. So he ended up feeling resentful towards the people who were just so free about it. And I think that's something that we see a lot. I mean, I think they say the majority of people who are homophobic are actually, you know, closeted homosexuals. Um, They're repressing that and they feel hate towards people who you know, again, have that freedom because it's almost like it's an, it's an envy sort of thing. It's like, um, you know, how, like how, how dare these people go out there and just be so bold. And I had to, you know, repress who I was this whole time. So it's kind of like that. I mean, obviously that's a very extreme and dramatic example, but I think it really, sometimes you need an extreme example to kind of like paint the picture and get like the, the real message. So You know, you have to think about that, especially when it comes to your enemies. You have to think about, you know, what is it about this person that's really getting under my skin? You know, what am I maybe feeling some kind of envy about? You know, what are they doing maybe that I kind of maybe secretly would wish I had, you know, the chance to do or allowed myself the permission to do or try? So I... 
definitely have so much more information about this in my book, The Book on Revenge, Don't Get Even, Get Everything, which is set to be released on Friday the 13th of March. Yes, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th of March. And so you can actually pre-order. If you pre-order, you can actually get both the ebook and audio version for just $13. Yes, the ebook and the audio version together for $13. It's a very limited time offer, but that's what you get for pre-ordering. You get both the ebook and the audiobook version. So that way you can read along, you can listen along, you can do whatever you want. So you get both for just $13. Okay, so it's Friday the 13th, $13. I thought it was so cute. Um, this offer will only be available for a very, very limited amount of time. Um, I did come out with a PDF that will kind of like get your feet wet a little bit on the subject. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you guys can go ahead and have that sent directly to your inbox just so you can kind of get a taste. It's totally free. And if you're interested in that and you're kind of like liking the vibe and all of it, um, you can go ahead and purchase the book. And there may be a little small deal extra in the free PDF. Just saying just saying. Um, So anyway, here's just some of what you will learn in the book. We talk about the value of the enemy, why it's good and healthy to have enemies. It's not a bad thing. We start dismantling the taboo of the enemy, the taboo of revenge, and also what revenge really is all about, what the real goals are with revenge. You'll also learn how to choose your battles wisely because not every battle is worth fighting and not all are worth the same level of energy and intensity. You have to be wise. You can't be sloppy. Sloppy actions give you sloppy results. How to identify the enemies in your own life, okay? How to identify the enemies in your own life? Because you know what? Sometimes it's, look, it's easy to be able to tell who's your actual enemy when they're pretty obvious about it, but sometimes it's not so obvious, okay? So this is about how to figure out who may not be intending you very well. Some sneaky little ways that you can figure out if someone is trustworthy, if someone is actually on your side, what someone's true intentions for you actually are, okay? So all about that, as well as how to protect yourself, because this is also very important, how to protect yourself from someone seeking revenge on you. Because guess what? Not everybody wants the best for you. Not everyone intends the best for you. And sometimes people actually do wish you ill. We talk also about, again, dismantling the taboo about revenge, why it's actually healthy, necessary, and the spiritual thing to do. Um, and then we get into some other things like, you know, how to get over an ex or basically anyone that has let you down faster and healthier. And of course, of course, we're going to talk about how to get revenge on pretty much anyone, anyone from a fake friend, an ex, a narcissist, a coworker, someone online, a ghoster, a scammer, a boss, and so much more. We're going to get specific. We're going to get into different scenarios, give you the how, the what to do, the what to know, what to think about, what to actually do, okay, and how to act and how to respond, okay? You're going to love this book. It's unlike any self-help book you've ever read. It's something that I've I've been wanting to write this book so badly. And I was like, why am I holding off on this? Let's get into it. You know, it's it's dark, it's honest, and in all the right ways. You know, it's the shit that you really want to ask, but are kind of afraid to for like, you know, fear of being judged. Again, 
Remember, those telling you that revenge isn't right are either afraid of it or afraid of you getting it. We have this false pretense that being spiritual means, you know, gathering around in a circle and being kumbaya. Listen, that's got its place. There's a time and place for everything. But above all, being spiritual requires you to honor yourself. Okay, put yourself first to treat yourself as a priority and to protect yourself and to stand up for yourself. You know, this isn't about this is not about fighting fire with fire. Okay? This isn't a book about how to ruin somebody's how to ruin somebody's life. You know, that's not what this is about. I don't promote that. This isn't about fighting fire with fire. That's sloppy. Sloppy actions produce very sloppy results. But this is about fighting smarter, not harder. I remember reading something or hearing something actually on Dr. Phil many years ago. This like stuck with me where he said, it's important to stand up for yourself. It's important to fight back. It's important to um, basically show people that you're not someone to mess with because otherwise you could seriously be taken advantage of. And not just by the person that's doing the initial damage to you, but it could actually inspire others to feel like they can get away with that same kind of behavior and maybe even potentially worse with you. So it's very important. Um, This is the stuff that doesn't really get talked about a lot. Again, I'm a very spiritual person, but I'm very practical. And I think it's very important to observe both sides of life because both sides of life are very, very, very intertwined. I mean, life is a very spiritual and of course, scientific kind of experience. So if you're interested, you can go to jessicaharlow.com slash revenge. Again, that's jessicaharlow.com slash revenge. So you can pre-order um, and you can even get a free little PDF in the meantime to get your, you know, to get a little sampling of what we'll be covering, what the vibe is, what the tone is. Again, I really think you're going to enjoy it and really like it. Um, and yeah, that's all for this episode.